lottery wheel dog adoption lottery i wheel. know it's a real i know wait then, so you left here yeah did you go to the event i did and we met a ton of dogs there. okay all right a ton and the remy one we met yeah and he had some dark energy <laughs> do, do some, tell well he was just like he was just he seemed like he had some baggage okay you know all right and he was just like we took him outside walked him around and then once he got back in the kennel he just like roll sat down and like faced the other way and then i noticed he had these two scars on his legs oh and she's like oh yeah he's had both surgery and uh, i was like mm-hmm. ooh mm-hmm. hmm mm-hmm. Okay. Not today, Remy. And then there were all these puppies there, and everyone was like, oh. And I was like, no. No. No way. Uh-uh. Honestly. And then, like, after the first day, the next day, I was having a little bit of, oh, my God, what did I do? Why? And then I looked online, and it was common that people feel that way. And they said the worst is people that have never had a pet, a dog, yeah, that get a puppy. Have, like, the next day, they're like, what the fuck? Because you don't understand. It's just, and I think it was just like adjustment to the change. Yeah. And also just a little fear still of like, what's going to happen? Because she did pee in our bedroom the Uh-oh. first day. Uh-oh. But it was like, well, she just didn't know what was happening. She didn't know the system, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just, but now she's just been like great. Yesterday we went to the dog park. Then we went to a brewery with her. Oh, you took her to work, Amy. I feel like the first. I took her to work the first. I got her on night at nine p.m. on a Monday. (laughs) I was like, "Look at this bitch. She's already taking this dark Tuesday." This (laughs) both us bitches, me and her, were at work, and she was so good. And everyone's like, "How old is she?" I'm like, "One." They're like, "When did you get her?" I'm like, "Yesterday, "Uh, seven hours ago." They're like, "How is she so good?" So it was a lottery, and I did win. That's great. Should have been recording all of this. Uh, he was. Oh, good. <laughs> Do you want to start the show? Yes. <laughs> I might need another copy. <laughs> it's spirit. We love dogs edition. Dogs. 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 someone and they're like i don't like dogs and you're like uh-oh red flags <laughs> there's someone at work that doesn't really like dogs Ugh. and of course sadie like goes right over and jumps on her <laughs> but she's like oh she's also kind of a smaller person so she doesn't really like larger dogs which okay that's fair i guess yeah and if you've had issues if you didn't grow up with them like Whatever. It's funny. Somebody called our dogs large dogs the other day, and I was like, um, they're medium size. Because to me, a large dog is 100 pounds and over. Sure. But I guess these are large dogs. How much do they weigh? Like 70 something. Yeah, I guess. Probably like around 60-ish is the cutoff. You think so? I don't know. <laughs> our girl is 42 pounds. Perfect. She was 47 when she was in Texas. She's from Texas, I found out. Oh, hound mix? Hound mix? How did you know? Well... You told me also, but she looks kind of, she's got like a hound Well, vibe. so she, Warren says she's like the spitting image of his beagles growing up, just larger. I see like a beagle. Yeah. But they're also hounds. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> so we went to the brewery last night and there was a woman and there was a dog there that really looked a lot like Sadie. Uh-huh. So I went over there and she's like, oh, yep, she's from Kentucky, Her their dog. Yeah. And they, it said hound mix also, and they did the DNA thing. Uh-huh. And turns out she's 100% that bitch. <laughs> I've just been waiting to do that joke. <laughs> but actually... I wasn't even seeing that coming. I know, I love it. But actually... Your face afterwards, too. <laughs> you were so proud of yourself. Because I've been thinking of it for like a week. So anyways. Good job, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so anyways, 
they found out that she mm-hmm. or he, whatever, is Beagle Lab. Interesting. And our dog has like those little spots. Yeah. So I don't know. That's like someone said it's like Australian cattle dog. They have like an orange version of that. Uh-huh. So very excited to do the little test. Are you going to do the embark? Yeah. Is okay. that what you did? We didn't do anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. But um, Tyler's sister did one on their dog. Yeah. And it came back completely to something different than what the the rescue told them. Yeah. I'm just interested to know that because it's kind of, it's just kind of fun to know. I don't know like if it's. It's not really important, but it's fun to know. I mean, it can help you, like, figure out what kind of personality or traits or whatever. exactly. I like to see the traits and then match them. Yeah. And she's very, like, okay, so I've never had a girl dog before. I almost texted you, like, on Tuesday, like, how do you get these things to pee? (laughs) Because I was used to Murphy, like, pee, 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 pee. Walk outside, they pee, they pee. Yeah. And she, I would, like, take her for walks and I was like, she's not peeing. But I finally, like, figured out that, like, she seems to think that walks uh-huh. are, like, for just, like, walking. Yeah. And she's not, like, where Murphy was, like, she kind of likes to keep moving. Yes. Whereas Murphy would be, like, off on the side, like, yeah. dinking around, peeing the, on the everything. The dog is right in this situation, by the way. What do you mean? Walks are for walking. Right. So it's like, okay. Yeah. So she's like walking and then now I have the routine where I go from our walk into our backyard, hook her on her tie out, uh-huh. and then she goes right away, pees and poops. Yeah. So it's like now she knows that it's like peeing and pooping is for the yard. Well, we have, here's what we have. We have two at-home poopers. Okay. Harrison has always been an at-home pooper. He prefers to poop at home. He doesn't like to poop on a walk. Okay. If we are at the dog park, he'll he he's like I gotta go. Yeah, but because he's running around and exactly. that gets it moving. But there's something about him. He will pee on a walk to Mark, yeah. and they'll they'll do it together. It's because they it's like we're a pack and we were here. Yeah, this is our turf. Yeah, but it's not so much for because I have to pee. It's more like right. They're like uh, all of this. See, all of this. This is mine. This is mine. <laughs> yeah. It's um, really interesting difference. Yeah. I've had, I mean, Roxy used to pee on a walk all the time, and she was a little bit different. She would poop on a walk. She'd poop like three, four times on a walk. Hmm. You'd have to take a lot of bags at that dog. These two, it's a rarity. Yeah, it's, it's a really, rarity. Yeah, she's pooped never on a walk, but she did, she'll, like you said, at the dog park, because I've taken her to the dog park. Yeah each day kind of and these are the quirks of the dogs that you learn yeah it's really funny and and i i think again too with murphy at the end he had issues so he was like couldn't stop drinking water because he had like his addison's whatever the hell it was (laughs) and disease with a name he had a disease and so like he would literally drink a bowl of water oh my god and then he'd have to pee he was such a little dog yeah, exactly. Oh, that's the other thing. I was like, oh, she's bigger. So she has she a, bigger, has a bladder. bigger bladder. Yeah. And she's not like drinking, 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 which Murphy was at the end. So it's all just like, it's really like, I remember when Murphy was like, I didn't really think about him going to the bathroom and he would go to the door. That was like years ago. But I remember that, you know. It's a faded memory. Yeah. And now she just, oh, and then she saw snow for the first time the other night. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my gosh. She was, like, looking up, like, what is this? And then she was putting her tongue out. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was so Is this dog cute. real? Oh, my She's God. She's so cute. That's so funny. Yeah. So and then, cute. oh, I took her to the new brew bark. She's just, brew you bark. went everywhere with this dog. I did. Have you guys heard of that place? Uh, is it in Plymouth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we went there. Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah, it was good because I was like trying to work. It's like an indoor dog park slash restaurant bar. Yeah. Coffee shop. When What did you get? I didn't actually get anything. I just wanted to kind of hang out. And plus we had like the craziest work week where I was like, there was one day where I was out at a breakfast with a client, a mm-hmm. lunch and a dinner with the client, Ugh. a lunch with the client. So I was like, I actually, by Friday, I was just like, leave Please don't bring, please don't put food in my face. <laughs> I was like so sick of like food and restaurants. So, um, 
But yeah, it was cool. And there's like the indoor area or there's the dog area and you can be in there with the dog or yeah. you can go out in the other area. Sure. You know, in the human area, the mm -hmm. restaurant. You just went out in the human area. I did both. And then when I left and I went out to the human area. Yeah. She was looking around, Aww. like, where's my mom? And then she found me at the window. <laughs> she, like, jumped up and was like... That's cute. So, yeah, it was. I'm just having fun because I never got to do any of this stuff with Murphy. That's awesome. Yeah, she's great. So I would like to do a dog park date with you guys. Oh, or for sure. just bring her to the backyard so you can meet her. Cause I'd she's... like to go to the brew park place. Or there's, yeah. there's another place that's near my work, too, that it's, like, yes, there, unleashed yes, hearts and hounds. everyone was telling me about that. And then, uh, Maya, I, I did take her over to the PMS, quote, dog park. Okay. Which is really just a fenced it's area. It's so sad. I mean, it's not a dog park, let's be honest. But at least <laughs> at least she could run around. Does, is there, like, an obstacle there? Or is it just There's a... an obstacle. Just one. <laughs> just the one obstacle. They're redoing the dog park at Bassett Creek Park. Because it's just a fenced-in area. Mm -hmm. It has, like, a tunnel thing. Sure. Um, but they're going to put it in the wooded area, I think. I tried to look at, you know when you look at city plans and you're like, yeah. oh, I see what's happening here. I kind of. Couldn't tell. Not really. There's, like, uh-oh, here comes this one. Hi. Yeah, because she, I don't know. I just, it. it was like that moment when I first got to the dog park with her. I was like kind of on tense and i was like oh god here we go is she gonna be okay because murphy literally would kill dogs oh never did of course but you know yeah and she's running around and then she found us her favorite friend was a basset hound maya <laughs> and have you ever seen one of these things in real life i've seen it on tv oh my god they have the weirdest body then the like the mom was saying that now they have dwarfism or something but they just maya they don't seem healthy to me the legs are disturbing. And the body has like all this loose stuff hanging around. I don't know, Maya. It's very... <laughs> but anyways, Sadie loved her. Oh my God. Also, did you know how fast corgis can run? Those things can go. I just imagine with their short legs, they couldn't go fast. I have known people with corgis and people who with corgis really love corgis. I know they do. Not a fan. I mean... They're fine, but yeah, like look at the queen. I think I just have a thing about, like, t looking at dogs with short legs, like, gives me anxiety or something. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to have, like, a real dog now. Like, what Austin <laughs> would say, can they survive in the wild? Yes or no? If no, they're not a real dog. That's what he would say. <laughs> and, and Murphy could never survive in the wild. Did he would last Sadie pass the test? Yeah. Good. Wait. She's just a chill hound. What was, is that her original name? No. Her name was Asia. Okay. Then I, I really liked the name Scout. Yeah. We both liked the name Scout. Uh -huh. Everyone was like, that's a boy name. And I'm like, Have... she's a tomboy. She's a dog. By the way, has anybody ever read To Kill a Mockingbird? Uh, thank you. That's what I said. To me, Scout is a girl name because of that. Yes. And also, my friend has a daughter named Scarlet. They call her Scout. Cute. Right. So to me, it's a girl name. Anyways. But, so we were like excited about the name. But then you know how like... You get to know them and you're like, it doesn't suit them? Well, here's the thing. I've never renamed a dog only oh, because it's yeah. easier for me. I know. And so they already know their names and yeah, I'm like, there you go. That's what I was. So I just, I don't even think about it. Yeah. It was, it's hard. Like it's hard to pick the right name. But we do, we did end up calling him Buddy a lot. So he But their names it. are perfect for them too. And I I'm, guess. I'm sure mine. I don't know. I just didn't think Asia was we like. We also call Gracie War Machine. So. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. She's stuck. She's stuck. <laughs> she's like. Maya's saying she's stuck. Producer Tyler looking around and she's really just standing there. Well, here's the thing. I know she wants to bet. She doesn't want to turn around. She will back out of this room. She doesn't like to. She has a problem with these floors. Anywho. Yeah. Long story short. Amy. Yes, Maya. What do you got? What do you got on your little legal pad? I mean, not a lot. I watched Saturday Night Live last night. Okay, who was the host? It was Dave Chappelle. Oh. And Blackstar was the musical yes. guest. Dave Chappelle was great. Fine. He he said all the things. Did he behave himself? <laughs> I mean, he said a lot of things where I was like, this is making me really anxious. Oh, I gotta watch. Um, But... 
also um black star is amazing and i was excited because i haven't seen most stuff rap in a long time yeah amy what he was wearing these tunics and i was like i don't know where he's getting I these tunics know, Maya. i've seen his new style and i just want i want to know where he, i would like to buy those tunics yeah he's got a new style <laughs> and it, it's like a 45 year old lady uh-huh yep, yep it was like yep. flare it's like when prince tunic? it's like the prince outfits yeah your wacky aunt mm-hmm. and that's why i'm i'm like where does he get because he had one that was like a double layer tunic and i was like where can i get? and also it was like short and okay long you might really like have you seen the new alicia keys collab with athleta it's brand new like in the last week I think I've seen a dramatic white. Yes. Okay, that's a little too much for me, but okay. I need to dig deeper. Yeah, the thing is, is like I saw that and I was like, ooh, I love it's this. It's like a long white. It's a long white thing. It kind of like <laughs> splits up like it's really cool. It's different, you know. It's like almost like I think a mock turtleneck. Yes. But then like right where like your chest is, it's like open. Open and like hangs down. It's kind of like a cloak. Yeah. Like a fitted cloak. Yeah. I like it. But then I was like, like you said, I'm like kind of like, where do you wear it? Where would I wear it? Yeah. And then I was like, hmm. So then I looked at more stuff and I didn't. If it was short, I would consider it. I like what she's, I like where she's headed. Now what? this is her second collab with Athleta. Can I look at this? Yeah. And the first, the first one I was like, okay, okay. And now this one I was like, oh my gosh, Yes. But still not quite there. And I feel like she's getting closer. Uh-huh. This thing is really cool. And don't get me wrong. It, like, looks great on her and whatever. But, like, again, where would I really wear it? Or what would I what would I do in this thing? And then it's, like, do you wear it with... Because they paired it with some, like, red, like, flare kind of leggings with, like, the seam down the front. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, that would look good on, like, her and some people. But I don't know, like... <laughs> I don't think I could do both of those pieces together, I guess is what I'm saying. Is this a fashion report? Are we doing a fashion report? We are doing a fashion report, yes. You better work. <laughs> Why won't it load? It won't load. So it's... And then I was like, ooh, is this going to be my holiday look? And then I was like, bitch, you're sitting at your house. Like, oh, yeah. Did she break the internet So here's this? the thing. This is a really interesting because... The user interface for me, Maya, it took me a long time to actually find it. And so now you're doing the same thing. Uh-huh. And even to the point when she, when I clicked on it, it sent me to that bestsellers page that you're on. <laughs> and I was like, huh? So there's a problem with that. That's a problem. Yeah. I don't understand this. Like I was looking at it and I was thinking like, I kind of want to get, you know. I, I see the red flare pants. Yeah. What do you think of those pants? Uh... I like them. I don't think I would wear them only because the top wouldn't look good on me. Like they're too, the way the waist, there's yeah. just like too much here. Right. That's what I was thinking too. You have to have a certain body shape and also like a certain kind of butt to wear that. Yeah. I heard a new phrase, I think on SNL last night and it was top of, top of pants butt like it's a butt that goes all the way to the top of the pants mm, mm-hmm. yeah it made me laugh really hard okay here's this thing I, she kind of looks like <laughs> yeah so so maya's showing the picture so this thing of that's right it goes all the way to the floor she looks like she's on a council of like a future she looks like she's in dune Dystopian. and you know what yeah. i kind of love it yes I kind of love it, but I'm just going... Where do you wear it? I'm just going... I feel like we need a little bit of a design. Yes. So Maya just Maya just cropped it <laughs> to like a knee. And the thing is with this thing, it really does go all the way to the floor. So to me, I would need to be wearing something like a black fitted legging under there. There's well, no way I could have those voluminous no. like red pants that they have there. It's, it's like way too much. Maya. Yes. Have you gotten into cat suits, Maya? They're everywhere. This isn't for me. I think, I don't know about the long sleeve ones, but I do want one that's like the tank one. Okay. As like a base for underneath, and then you could put like something over it. 
a la the dystopian tunic. <laughs> Maya, I want to dress dystopian. First of all, monochrome is my new look. Now, as today, you wouldn't notice this because okay. I'm wearing a dumb sweatshirt and pants. <laughs> what do you mean monochrome is your new look? Just everything monochrome. What do you mean? Monochrome head to toe. I mean, I know what monochrome means, but yeah. So what's an example? So like a tan sweater, tan pants, tan jacket. What inspired this? I don't know, Maya. Maybe Kim. Kim K, your friend. I just like the monochrome look. I think it always looks like very chic and put together. Yes. With little effort. Is this a one piece? Mm, good question. So Maya, I think what we need to do is try some of this stuff it's on. It's a bodysuit. Okay. I'm not a bodysuit person. I am a bodysuit person. I love a romper. I love a bodysuit. Is it? Oh, okay. So the top is a bodysuit. So the pants are separate. Okay. I don't have any. I have one bodysuit, but it's more of like a under thing. I mean, I could get into these weird orange pants. Yeah. They see, look some, super comfortable. See, there's some. This is what I'm saying. So there's some interesting stuff. There's some interesting stuff. I like where they're headed. I think it's going to continue to evolve. It's like a sweatpants that you can wear in public. Exactly. And that's kind of <laughs> happening right now. And I love it. It's like, is that your wacky aunt in sweatpants that you can wear in public? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. <laughs> wacky aunt vibes all the way. Oh, and that has been Fashion Report. Fashion Report. Um, Amy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Harrison didn't like that. Politics. Maya, how was your Super Bowl? <laughs> Amy texted me and she's like, is this your Super Bowl? And I thought about it for the midterm elections. And I was like, yeah, I guess presidential elections is my Olympics. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Olympics are my Olympics, but the presidential election is like Olympics. And this is like my Super Bowl. So... Karnacki, can we just talk about Wacky Karnacki? And- yes, we need to talk about the crotch bunching. Okay, the crotch bunching, khaki crotch bunching. As we all know, Wacky Karnacki, he's poking at his board. He <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's poking at boards all the time because they're like, "Oh, it worked for that guy." He seemed a little toned down. Something was wrong with him. Something was off. And then Amy texted me, and you said something, or I said something, and then I was like, "What is with his pants?" Because he. He wears khakis, right? And so yeah. I'm assuming his past khakis were something off the rack, like the Gap. Now. These khakis had a weird bunching in the crotch area. They had this weird bun. It was like everything else. It's like he was wearing a cod piece. It was very, like a yeah, khaki cod piece. Yeah, everything else was like fitting. And then the crotch area was like so bunchy. a circle of bunch. It was so weird. And like you said, I could have gone into Kohl's, got this guy some khakis that wouldn't be bunching around the crotch. Is it intentional? I really hope not. And then was he like, he saw it on the monitor and maybe that's why he was self-conscious and he wasn't as jazzed as he usually is? Yeah, it's like someone did him dirty because like he can't do his screen poking. Yeah. And all of his ex, like, ex excitement uh-huh. if he's in, like, ill-fitting trousers. Well, I saw uh, Leslie Jones was, she likes to watch TV, film it, and then do commentary. Yes. And she was filming him, and she's like, what is this shirt? Oh, you have a fancy shirt now? Like, basically, she was saying. What was this, the shirt? I don't remember. He, it's a button down, but it's like, you, you know how you can tell the difference between, like, a gap button down and, like, oh, an yeah, expensive. Oh, yeah, like Italian linen. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody dressed him in you like... You know, this is, what we, we, this is why we can't have nice things, right? <laughs> Kornacki, perfectly little, perfect gem of a man. He doesn't need a stylist. He doesn't need a stylist. That was like, that was his style. He had a style. Yeah. We don't need to upscale it. We don't need to do anything with it. He did it all He's on his own. He's a data person. Yes. He's a data man. He's yeah. a numbers guy. He doesn't need to have like, those khakis, I'm sorry, like what? And he has a body that's like, Producer Tyler. Yeah, like like a straight up and down. Like you literally, could, how could you go wrong? You can put anything on them. You could put anything on them. It would not be hard to find pants that would like just be normal pants. If my husband put those pants on, I'd be like, honey, <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing because I have always 
like thinking of producer Tyler and khakis is just funny in general to me. So then this is a whole nother level. I wonder what people imagine he looks like. Who? If anyone that randomly listens to this that doesn't know Oh, us. yeah. The people don't know what producer Tyler looks like. That would be funny. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> yeah. We have a drawing I just contest? assume everyone knows us. <laughs> Draw what you think he looks like. Oh, yes. That's funny. <laughs> email it to... I can't remember what our email is. The Spirit of 77. I think it's Spirit of 77 Pod. Good Lord. At Gmail. We're terrible. Uh oh, we've got an incoming call, Amy. What? Yeah, we have a we have a caller. Oh my god! Hello. Hi, hi. Hi, you're on our podcast in a segment we like to call "No Time Listener, First Time Caller." (laughs) (laughs) Don't be sorry. It's okay. My friend Amy's here. Do you remember my friend Amy? Vaguely, yes. Who is this? It's uh. It's Paul. Paul? <laughs> Paul Cazilos? Hello? Hi. Paul, hello. Can, Can you, you hear, hear us? us? Uh-oh. Can you hear me now? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. oh We god. lost a meme. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me call him back. Babe. Uh-oh. Okay. Can you hear me now? I hear you. Okay. Let's take two. No time listener, first time caller. It's okay you've never listened to this. Let me just give you the gist. It's two ladies talking about nonsense. How's that sound? That sounds great. I could participate in that. Yay. (laughs) Now, Amy was talking about how she recently went to the Armory to a concert. And did you know this, Paul, that it's a venue again? I did not know that. That's humorous. It's very nice. It's fancy. There's like crystal chandeliers. It's really nice. It's beautiful. Okay, so let me ask you this. Did I make this up? Or did you or did you not see the police and XTC at the armory back in the 80s? It's true. I did. Um, And I think I was in uh, a group of about maybe 125 or so people who saw them there. Now, can you just, how much did you pay for this concert? Um, You know, I wasn't really aware of money. (laughs) I I have no recollection whatsoever of the cost because I'm certain that my parents picked up the the bill for that. Now, how old were you? Well, okay, I had just turned 18, so I was still in high school. Okay. And what approximate year would this have been? This was November. I actually, I cheated. I looked it up because I didn't remember when it really was. Yes. I knew it was like around 1980 or something. Um, but it turns out it was November of 1980. Oh, my God. Nice. It just... What were you wearing? Let's set the stage here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you, uh, I have a fairly good visual memory of what took place that day. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I I remember it was really important what you wore to these things. Yes, Um, of course. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Because you were essentially, you know, wearing your values uh, in your clothes. So I wore like a a black and white striped Mm t-shirt. Horizontal black and white striped. Love that, love that. Yeah, and yeah. I don't remember, but probably black jeans, because that was always cool. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 that's the extent of my recollection, but it's certainly the black and white striped thing. And let's that all... had to be part of every uh, uniform, yes. Let's revisit your teenage crop of wild dark hair tell us what that was happening on the top of the head what was that like were we having a mullet were we what were we doing it was uh, a, a reverse mullet a reverse so mullet. it was long in the front short in the back dang and, yeah it, it, i think i remember pulling it down and it, at one point i could pull the bangs down to my chin Ooh. so it was 
pretty shaggy in the front, but I had very, I still have very straight hair. So there was no wave to it at all. And, uh, got it. Kind of not cool looking. (laughs) Yes. Me now. What kind of footwear did we have going on here? Footwear? Uh, I don't really remember, but I'm, I pretty sure I had like, you know, white Nikes with a red stripe, you know, something like that. Oh yes. The Nike Cortez. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what was going on down there. How did one find out about a concert in those days? Because there's, there's, was it like a print flyer? Like, how how does one find out? Yeah, so I, you know, I can't take any of the credit for, like, scoping this thing out. Uh Uh, It was my younger brother, who was actually 16. He was like i don't know what he was doing he was very much into the alternative scene and was you know ordering records from england that would come in mysterious packaging i mean he had all the i think he had like the cure album before anyone else Uh, a bunch of stuff like that it's always the little Uh, brother I don't know how he found out about it, but uh, he was plugged in, I think, to the alternative community back then pretty well. And XTC was the headliner. Am I right or am I wrong? They were not the headliner. They were the warm-up band. Okay. So, yeah, it was... uh, And I remember, you know, (laughs) being in in the armory, listening to the bands and comparing them in my head and thinking... I really think that warm-up band was better, you know. I don't know. It's kind of struggle, you know. Oh. The police, I don't know what everybody's all excited about. Uh, so, you kind know, my, uh, you know, it turned out kind of, I guess they both were very successful and all that, but, you know, I really liked XDC when I heard them. Huh. And was the Armory, what was the Armory like? Okay. I was trying to think about it because you told me that uh, you wanted to hear about it. So I, I, the best way I could describe it was like a giant 1960s uh, high school gymnasium that, you know, with the, you know, very bright lights and all that. Wow. And the, uh, it was, it was strange because the, the stage itself was maybe 20 feet by 20 feet or so, maybe a little bit bigger, but kind of this black platform sitting out in the middle of this hmm. gymnasium with, uh, you know, large black curtains in the back. I remember that. And the band would come out through like a slit in the middle of that curtain and they would just kind of start sitting at their their instruments and you know getting ready and all that and it was it felt very uh non-concert like i mean i was literally the whole time i was maybe 60 70 feet away from the band when they were from the from the bands when they were playing and maybe 80 to 100 feet away where there was this bank of like fold-out tables like card tables that you you know like at thanksgiving you bring those things out yeah uh and there were these, you know, older, sort of gray-haired uh, English women sitting in folding chairs at these tables selling, like, buttons and stuff for the band. <laughs> wow. And I, I remember thinking, okay, this is like their mom, <laughs> you know? It probably was. And it probably was. Um, and I remember the one of the cool things about that table of buttons is, like, the buttons were not all round and I thought wow that's really cool there's some square buttons and <laughs> you know triangular because I think the they were promoting one of their albums where there was a, like a triangle pattern on their album cover or something I mean buttons used to be so, huge there was like a true. whole button culture mm-hmm. yes and we bought buttons and I do recall that we still have uh, a couple of those buttons from that concert 42 years ago you, yes. you wow. have them you have the buttons somewhere Yes, yes. I'm sure my younger brother will claim them. <laughs> we'll have a discussion at least. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. It's kind of cool because, uh, you know, it, it, they were just, I don't know, they had a, apparently a lot of stops on their American tour or whatever, but 
it was so surprising to me that we were in this place with so few people and this band later became so huge. Yeah. Um, it was just a strange experience. I wonder when from that show, did you first see the police then like kind of blowing up? Yeah. Mainstream. Um, I, I, uh, don't actually remember thinking those things through at the time. I was probably in college, you know, just be feeling fortunate to be surviving, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun. But um, <laughs> it was, I remember later, like years later, yeah. thinking, you know, I, re- I remember them kind of having this feeling of pride. Like, yeah, I was part of the group that, you know, supported them when they came here. And, you know, for me, I got to say, it was always more about my younger brother and his vision to think about those things. And because he was really adamant that we needed to to go to this. This is what we call, this is a segment we call Concert Report. report. So you just gave an excellent concert report. Excellent concert report. If... (laughs) about the music but we all know about it so i mean you did in a way just saying wow i think xtc i really like that opening band well i think that's really interesting and i think that's really it's really interesting because it kind of does show the business side of music too and like what ends up taking off and all the things that have to be in play it really is an illustration that like there are so many great bands that never get to the level of the police. Sure. And so then you think about the police and like just all the things that came into play and like why did they get to the, you know, top and versus someone else. It's it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Was it, it is. It is. What was your best concert? Um, well, I always talk about that one uh, because, you know, it was so unusual. Yeah. Really, <laughs> um, I I went to Bruce Springsteen that I thought was it's the one that stands out for me. Um, just the connection that he had and the amount of music that he played and just it was a it was a very much a community feeling in the audience too. So that one stands out. And then uh, I remember being fortunate to uh, sit or I should say stand. Uh, smashed up against the front of the stage at the Devo concert Ooh. when they were here. Whoa. Which was really cool. They, uh, I don't remember the name of the lead singer, but it, when they were doing the song, you know, Whip It, uh, you know, he would take the microphone and he would, he stuck it right in my face, like literally was pressed up yes. against my nose. <laughs> and I screamed, Whip It Good! You know, and... <laughs> It felt so wonderful to do that, you know. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> amazing. Love it. And where was that one at? Do you remember where that one was at? Well, that, there were a bunch of us in college that went to that, so I don't remember exactly. It was probably like the Civic Center. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which no longer exists. Mm-mm. They tore right. that baby down. But the armory is still there. You're going to have to go back for another show at the Armory one of these days. I think you'll be surprised. It's very nice. It's very nice. There's no lines for anything because the bar wraps all the way around. And just side note, not that this pertains to you, but the women's bathrooms, they have like (laughs) enough. You don't have to wait in line. (laughs) Good point. point. Well... That was an amazing concert report. Love that. Do you have any other questions for Paul, Amy? Um, No, just another thank you for picking us up when we were stranded after (laughs) getting drunk at the U that time on Halloween. So thanks for that. Really, really solid guy. Really appreciate that. No problem. I'm glad you took me up on that. (laughs) Of course. Of course. All right. Well, you're the best. Thanks for calling, Paul. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. See you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's my brother-in-law, Paul. Loved it. First time caller, no time listener. Great. Yeah. 
Can that you believe was adorable. that? I love that he said it felt so wonderful to yell. Whip it good into the mic. <coughs> That's great. You know, I just pictured I have I love the outfit too. Like now I can really picture yeah. this. I can yeah. picture this outfit. I can picture the hair. And I can just picture this little brother too that's plugged in. Can't you? Yes. Like it's the little brother. And Paul still doesn't know how. How is this little brother plugged in? I mean, think about the time. There's no internet. No. This little brother just had a if you wanted to talk to England, mm-hmm. it was very expensive on the telephone. Mm-hmm. People wrote letters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had just become not the 70s anymore. It's so weird. Right. Isn't that weird? We were three when Paul was at the armory. <laughs> With 100 people watching the police. Yeah. Come out like they're in a high school talent show. Through a- Can't you just picture that too? Yes. And he said it looked like a high school gymnasium, uh-huh. which I can picture. Yeah. And the space, I could see that too. Yes. Because, like, yes, they've redone it, but, like, you can still feel that 60s gym vibes, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I think it has something to do with the arch Mm -hmm. of the ceiling and, like, certain... There's just something about it that has gym vibes. But anyway, yes, also the Devo forever with Mm -hmm. the Whip It Good. Yes. That was great. (laughs) What a nice surprise. I thought you would enjoy that. Love that. Isn't it funny how you're like, well, what were you wearing? What shoes you're wearing? He's like, it was 42 years ago or whatever. He's like, but he remembered the Nike Cortez. Yeah. Those were the, all the rage. Yeah. If I had to remember something. So 42 years ago, we were three. I have oh, nothing to yeah, remember. No, but I can't like tell we you. can remember what we were wearing in like teenage years. Kind of. To shows. If you ask me what I wore to a specific concert, I would oh, struggle. Yeah. I, it would be on the struggle bus. Yeah. But sometimes we would remember. I mean... I'd remember my shoes because I wore Adidas Gazelles for like years. Do you remember what we wore to Lollapalooza? I believe that mm-hmm. there was some cutoff shorts involved. I was probably wearing cutoff shorts. I was probably wearing my um, Adidas Gazelles. And I actually had was wearing a Gap shirt that I had borrowed from Erica Wagner. And then I felt bad because... Because being in the crowd where I was being lifted up yeah. by my rib cage, yeah. after the show, the shirt had like those little like pills on it. Oh no! <laughs> just from being worn out from one day at Lollapalooza. Oh no! She didn't seem to mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I know I was probably wearing cutoffs, probably wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, it's probably plain. Yeah, who knows? You were probably wearing your quick silver necklace. Oh, yeah. Because that thing never took off. Uh Uh-huh. Who knows where it is today? If we could find it, it would be an ancient artifact. (laughs) One for the ages. One for the sauce shadow box. (laughs) Put it in the... uh... Oh, I thought you were going to say time capsule. Oh, yeah. Because I know how much... Yeah, for no one to ever find. (laughs) Great. Great idea, Maya. Speaking of concerts, I have... It's not a concert report. It's a concert movie report. Concert movie report. Okay, I can't... I'm in. Amy... Yes. You know how we went to that Flaming Lips bubble concert? Mm-hmm. They made a movie about it. Okay. Now, remind me where one can... Oh, right. <sighs> it's the Criterion channel, which took some research to figure out how to find that. It's on there now? Yes. Have you watched it? Yes. And? First, I had to download the Criterion app onto yes. my computer. Which no one has heard of. Yes. Then, guess what? They're trying to charge for this Criterion Of course they are. Monthly. Everyone wants to make a buck these days. <laughs> it's like $15. What? Yeah. They're never going to make it. <laughs> but you get a month for free or something? 14 days. Okay. Did you set an alarm for that? Nope. I got to cancel that thing. Today. Cancel it. Cancel it. <laughs> so I downloaded it. Okay. I looked because at first when I was looking, I was thinking, oh, maybe I made a mistake. And why is it on this channel? It's super confusing. And then I found it. What else is on this channel, Maya? Well, there's the Criterion Collection of movies. I don't know who selects the Criterion Collection. Okay. What kind of movies are we talking about here? I don't know. Like famous old movies. Okay. So the cheap movies to get. (laughs) I mean, they're supposed to be masterpieces. Well, yeah, but there's a long list that like, here's looking at you, kid, or whatever. (laughs) Rosebud! <laughs> Have you ever seen Casablanca? No, it's just not going to be... It's going to be outdated. Yeah. 
It's giving outdated, Maya. Okay, this says that um, the Breakfast Club is in the Criterion Collection and Dazed and Confused is in the Criterion Collection. Okay. And Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Okay. So it's not all old movies. Okay. Um, But then 310 to Yuma, oh, they must mean the original. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) not the Russell Crowe version. It's the original, like, westerns? Probably. All the original westerns are Are they called spaghetti westerns no because these were not made by italians 310 to yuma wasn't i think that was a it's a black and white Uh uh-uh nope (laughs) i don't do black and white not what about like when it's for a fact like schindler's list or something like that? i mean that's now you've said schindler's list which is like a masterpiece in itself sure so, like, yes You'll for Schindler's it. List, yes, but not for anything else. What about 12 Angry Men? Do you want to watch that movie? What is that? It's about... <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can just say uh, that's going to be a no for me, dog, <laughs> just by the title. 12 Angry Men, that'd be a no thank you. It's about a jury debating. Oh, right, right, right. Let me guess. It turns out poorly for someone of color. <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> Um, and is then, that what it's about? Am I'm I right? Ne- I've never seen it. I, I've only seen the version that Amy Schumer did where she they're deciding whether she's hot enough to be on TV anymore. <laughs> and it's actually a masterpiece. I think it's one she of the is so funny. most brilliant pieces of television I've ever seen. Um, it's pretty funny. I don't know. I'm looking at like all of these. There's some good movies in here. Anyway, back to the Flaming Lips. We got sidetracked here. Amy. Yes. I did not see us in this movie. Okay. Because, you know, we went to the first concert. Yes. And then he talks about it in the movie, Wayne Coyne. He said, we released these tickets, these hundred bubbles. You can get up to three people in a bubble. And it talks about how they worked out the whole idea and everything Mm -hmm. and how it all came about. And he said, we released it and sold out in 30 seconds. And we thought it was a mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we kept checking and checking, and then it wasn't a mistake. And so we're like, okay, we'll release another show. And he's like, that show sold out in 30 seconds. So in all, I think they did like seven-ish shows. He said seven. I don't know if it was those first two and seven or seven total. So there's a lot of footage from different shows, I think. That makes sense. And he was saying, well, I thought it was amazing that first time they did it was the set was amazing. Like everything seemed to go off without a hitch. The yeah. only thing I didn't like was standing outside in the cold waiting. Yeah. And then waiting in that bubble to get, you have to wait your turn to roll out into the alley. <laughs> roll out. <laughs> and it got a little weird. Like, a yeah, little I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. That you didn't like. But the rest of it was amazing. And he was saying through the whole, every show that they did it got better and better and then by the end it was just like it was amazing and i was like well the first one was amazing so i wonder how that last show was but they did show somebody proposed at the show we went to so of course they stole your thunder (laughs) great they were like two rows behind us so we saw the whole thing um but i did not see us in that whole movie that's okay. But was it fun to see more about like the behind the scenes yes. and hear about it? Yeah. They didn't answer some crucial questions though. Okay. There's a tube sock on the, so there's a portable speaker that you were supposed to put around your neck to help yes. you hear the music in the bubble. Yep. It also had a tube sock over it yes. with, with drawings on it. So you never got an understanding they of what that was They never addressed the tube sock. They I did. Mean, he did say, okay, so you're supposed to put, the reason the tube sock had drawings, it was like put the blue dot side out okay but why a sock i don't know they just never addressed that and so that was one of my questions and then tyler do you remember what my other question was i had another question it was like a burning question and i was just like are they going to answer all my questions here (laughs) but they didn't answer about the tube sock that's too bad but i learned about other things that's cool that's always good fun to see something behind the scenes that you were in part a part of yeah and it all started from a drawing and he was like yeah People and were like, like height of COVID. Yeah. And I remember you're like, am I crazy? I bought this bubble. <laughs> I, was like, I was telling Tyler how I was texting with you and I was like, I don't know. What do you think? And then you were like, well, if you don't, I was like, too late. I already bought them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. 
took like a five minutes to answer you and you're already okay the clock was ticking down and i was panicking well look it's a good thing that you got a ticket now yeah we found out if they sold out in 30 seconds so i do recommend like watching it is really interesting it shows you everything like that how you we got into the bubble how they like figured out how long people could stay in the bubble yeah where they got the dumb bubbles yes all that stuff that's cool yeah it's really cool maya yes there's a new movie out uh-huh. that you probably haven't heard of. Okay. But. Is it in the Criterion Collection? <laughs> no. But I think it will be really, really interesting. And I'm excited to see it. Okay. And it is the story of our friend Steven Spielberg. The Wondermans? The Fablemans. The Fablemans. I You've have heard, heard of, of this. Yes. Amy, I know everything about movies. Okay. Young Sammy <laughs> Fableman falls in love with movies after his parents take him to see the greatest show on earth. Armed with a camera, Sammy starts to make his own films at home, much to the delight of his supportive mother. Do I need to see Steven Spielberg's life story, like, told by himself? Yeah, because this is the thing. He is also talking about, he felt compelled to do this during the pandemic. Okay. And also a reflection of, like, what it means to be, like, a Jewish man today in the world. Okay. So I'm interested in that piece of it, too. Yeah. Just, um... Because, like, you would think of him as, I just want to know what that, I want to hear, I want to hear all of that. And I just think that he is um, super interesting mm-hmm. and certainly has been successful. And I just want to know more about, like, his life. I like a lot of his movies. Yeah. I just think it's weird when someone's like, let me tell you my amazing story myself. I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. It's 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I mean, they're usually right. An eight eight point three and ten out of IMDb. Are and you gonna go see this in the theater? I kind of want to. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be streaming like any minute. But forty million dollar budget. Whoa. I mean, Steven Spielberg. I know, but what is? What did he do that? Do you think those vintage cars are gonna rent themselves? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of money. I, I mean, mean, part of that is probably salaries. Who's in it? He paid himself, probably. <laughs> it's all for Michelle him. Williams is in it. Well, we all know that she notoriously doesn't get paid what she's worth. Yeah. Gabriel LaBelle, whoever that is. Julia Butters. These are little kids. Okay. So it wasn't salaries is what Michelle, you're saying. Well, Michelle Williams, like you said, doesn't get paid much. Paul Dano. Okay. he. I could see him... Getting more money. David Lynch. David Lynch is in it? Yes. Well, Seth Rogen. Okay. Judge, Judd Hirsch. Do you know who that is? Yeah, is he still alive? Yeah, am I? He's in this movie. Oh, my God. He's alive and kicking. Um, and then there's like a, a bunch of other little kids. So they must have gotten paid a lot. There's a lot of little children in this movie. Well, yeah, it's about his. I better not hear any bet. Oh. Crystal the monkey is in it, Maya. <laughs> now I know where Look the money went. Look at Crystal's oh shot. Oh, my God. I don't love monkey actors because I don't trust them. Oh, my God. I've seen monkeys in the wild, and let me tell you. I know. You had that monkey asshole that was doing <laughs> bad stuff to you. He didn't do anything to me. He stole a lady's bag. Maya, though. look at his big smile. <laughs> I'm terrified of that thing. Look at those teeth. That I know. Thing will monkeys fuck your face are... Off. Monkeys are fucking scary. Let's be honest. <laughs> Do not mess with that thing. Oh my god! Look at Crystal in this shot. No, Crystal's giving. Crystal's giving. So Crystal's a girl, I guess. Then I guess she just wears ties for fun. <sighs> Crystal the monkey. That's an interesting name for a monkey, too. By the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot of crystals anymore. Crystal is a female capuchin monkey and animal actress <laughs> acquired and trained by Birds and Animals Unlimited, Hollywood's largest supplier of animals. Okay. Her acting career began as a baby monkey in Disney's 1977, 1997 film, George of the Jungle. More recently, she played Dexter in Night at the Museum. How old is this monkey? She played a drug dealing monkey in Hangover Part 2 and as pet monkey Benny. Wow, this... Crystal, ha- 
Was she on Friends? Maya. She's my birthday twin. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was born on May 6, 1994. Oh, my gosh. This monkey has had quite a career. She's 28, Maya. Jeez, how long do they live? I don't know. She lives in L.A. More than I can say. This <laughs> monkey's doing better than me, Maya. <laughs> Not good. This monkey's rich. This is a rich monkey. Got that Beverly Hills money. <laughs> no wonder she's lounging in a bikini by the pool. <laughs> well, Amy, I the only thing I have left is some approved denieds. Do you have more stuff? Nope. Okay. I love approved denieds. Remember when we were talking about the golden record? Yes. Did you secure the sound? I have some sounds from the Excellent. golden record. Excellent. Um, hold, please. It just disappeared. There it is. Okay, so this is what it looks like. It's got some drawings on it. Mm -hmm. I think there's like a molecule. Um, oh, it's already playing. So there's some sounds. Okay. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to back it up. It starts with, according to this recording, just people from all over the world in different languages saying greetings. Mm -hmm. Actually, it starts with a guy who's like, hello, I'm on the United Nations. Greetings from Earth. He's just like gives this long, Oof. boring speech about, first of all, the aliens. We are so <laughs> stupid. Maybe I should play some of that for you because it's just really, it's kind of funny. As the Secretary General of the United Nations, an organization of 147 member states. Who cares? Who represent almost all of the human inhabitants of the planet Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. Okay, I'm already bored. So then it goes on to people like saying hello in different languages. So that's like... We got a lot of that. Okay. Okay, then we move into some sounds, Aim. This is so weird. Wh what? <laughs> Pigs? <laughs> uh-huh. What is the point of this? <laughs> Wait, it gets, there's more. So then it's just a bunch of random sounds. I think that's a train railroad. Yeah. Car starting? No. A mower. A truck? A truck, a mower? We live on Earth and we don't even know what this is. A bus? Okay, let's pretend you're an alien. Yes, that was a bus, I think. I'm going like, and? Yeah. If I'm an alien, I'm going like, and? What is the point of this? Right, okay. So and also mechanical sounds and nature sounds? There's more. Aliens? Oh, this is where we start getting creepy. I like the idea of music. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so they, yes, the yes, music yes. makes sense. The, the music makes sense. Yeah, so here's a... I mean, this is so stupid. I can't believe we did like a nature sound. Chickens and a heartbeat together. <laughs> I think it might have been laughter. Chopping wood. But now we're layering the sounds in an unnatural way. Uh huh. That's not what Earth is like. What's this? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So we get the random sound section is the most confusing okay, for me. The random sound section is so confusing. Like I get that you have to pick. It's hard to pick 
some sounds. The birds, I guess. The music, the... I get. The birds, I don't get. I, I, I guess because it's like to me, if you're standing outside on Earth, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, but also like the aliens are, have their own like quote nature, whatever that is. Yeah. So it's kind of like, huh? Like how? There's no explanation of what any of these things no, are. No, the music I think is interesting. The music yeah. makes sense to me. Like you could have the Star Spangled Banner. You could have music from every country. There we go. There we go. Yes. I yes. Like it. I like it. This makes more sense than the random noises. I don't know why. Especially when we're layering the noises to sound like we have a heartbeat and a chicken and a train and a dog together. Chopping wood. Like, what? That's not what it sounds like on Earth. There's a creepy part where there's like a baby laughing. Yeah, so when you put a baby laughing in, I'm out. It's done. We're done. (laughs) Okay, so then we get to... This is almost two hours long. And also, the aliens aren't going to listen for more than six seconds. <laughs> Too long didn't read? Is that what? Okay, a little flute a little, action. A little flute. Got some flute. Yes, yes. I'm in for the music. Yep, good, good. We're still going on the music train. Nice, nice. I think they made the right decision. I'm going to say... Packing it with music yes, was a smart decision. Very smart because it's definitely, that's very, it's very interesting. It's fun to listen to. It's not like a language, but it is like, it doesn't matter if it has words. Right. It's the rhythm of it and just the putting the sounds together in an interesting way. Yeah. Having this guy talk about the United Nations. <laughs> Probably they're never, no alien's going to get past that part. They're going to push play and they're going to be like, oh no, we don't So what you're saying is they should have started with the music. They should have had all music. Yeah. It is a record. I think anything with music is good. Yeah. Because also even just music in the world, there's so many. You could yeah. definitely fill two hours with like clips of all this music from the world. It is a record. So music yeah. makes sense. And I do remember there's so with Carl Sagan's um, wife who also worked on the project. And I should know her name because saying Carl Sagan's wife is rude. But anyway, she said they picked like the way they picked the music. They had different criteria for different things. But she was like, like, for example, there was a song from China that is supposed to be the oldest piece of music ever written perfect yeah like that makes sense to me um carl sagan's wife her name is hold on he's had a few (laughs) oh he has no wife he his last wife was andrew yan and that was from 1996 that's it he doesn't have a wife now no he's dead Oh, so that's why. Did he die in 1996? <laughs> okay, so they had a long, wonderful marriage. Great. Awesome. They were married from 81 to 96. Now, am I... Because I, sometimes I get people confused. I'm pretty sure Carl Sagan worked on this. Let me just double check. Because honestly, Carl Sagan's wife is impressive. Her name is Anne Druyan. Yeah. She co-wrote the 1980 PBS documentary series Cosmos. Uh-huh. Hosted by Carl Sagan, who she married in 81. Okay. She's creator, producer, and writer of the 2014 uh, sequel, Cosmos of Space Time. Okay, so it sounds like this is right, because you said they worked on stuff together? Yes. Yeah. And she was in the director of NASA's Voyager Interstellar Message product, which produced the Golden Discs. Yes. So, yes, Maya, that's her. Um. Yeah, the way they they have a really interesting love story where they worked on this golden record thing together and they never like talked about feelings or they just worked. And then one day he called her and said, do you want to get married? And she said, yes. And then he hung up and they got married. They had never talked about feelings. Wow. Nothing. Just one day he's like, hey, do you want to get married? She was like, and that was it. And that was history. (laughs) The rest is history. And she, I love, I love her. I love Carl. Some of the stuff, the sounds, I think we could have revisited. The sounds are creepy until we get to the music. So 
approved to the music. Approved to the music. Should have front loaded it with the music. Just have all music. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the hello in all the languages. That I think is because that's applicable, right? It's right. language. It's yeah. our language. Yes. That's interesting. That makes sense. How about just hello and then music? That's it. We don't need your speech, your boring ass speech, we which, don't need which the sound is going to a... create where the aliens are turning us off. They're like, I don't want to hear this. What yeah. is this? Yeah. So approved. And by the time anybody listens to it, none of those things will exist. Probably. Right. The like, United Nations. And we're a conglomerate of blah, blah, 147 blah. 147 no, 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 nations. No, no, uh-uh. no, no, no. Yeah. Music is a universal language. The bus driving away is really just... The bus driving away? What? The lawnmower? The, the pig snorting in the, in the forest? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to me who lives on Earth now. <laughs> Why would you send that into space? <laughs> and then like a bird. Like, what? Yeah. No. That's denied. Denied. Yeah. Okay. Music approved. Music is approved. Enjoy, aliens. Just skip to that part. Yes. Hot tip. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> skip ahead. Golden record. Okay. What did we learn this week? Well, Maya, I don't know what we learned. We learned that... The armory used to have gym feel like a school gym. Yes. Uh, what else did we learn? Oh, you can win the dog lottery. You can win the dog lottery. It is possible. It's possible. You got to meet some dogs. Meet some dogs. Do not make a snap decision. Do not let your emotions take over. Mm-hmm. And whatever you do, never, ever, ever get a puppy. <laughs> They are trouble with a capital T. Oh my gosh. All right. High five. <laughs> that was bad. Wait, one more. <laughs> He's so bad. Okay, go, go, go. It's affecting my high five.